You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Good afternoon from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Welcome into our countdown to first pitch. Middle Tennessee and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers in game three of this Conference USA series on a Saturday afternoon as the Raiders will be going for the sweep today. They won the first game on Thursday night, 6-3, to three, and then came back last night with a 2 to nothing victory behind an outstanding pitching performance from Jaden Ham. So the Raiders come into the game overall 16 and 13 and Conference USA record of seven and four. Western Kentucky, losers of six straight now. Now 16 and 16, they are two and nine in Conference USA. The starting pitchers today for the Hilltoppers, it'll be Devin Turback. Turback pitched against Middle Tennessee in the series in Murfreesboro earlier and uh, pitched in the game, which Western won by a score of eight to four. He went six innings, uh, was not involved in the decision. He'll be opposed by Eric Swan, the Raiders' right-hander, with a record of one and four. He also pitched against uh, Western Kentucky in the series in Murfreesboro, and I think he took the loss in one of those uh, three games. The Raiders did take two out of three from the Hilltoppers in Murfreesboro. Checking scores from Conference USA yesterday and last night. Florida Atlantic made it two in a row over FIU, seven to three in Miami. They'll conclude that series today. Dallas Baptist made it two straight over UAB and uh, three to two was that uh, score and they'll finish their series today. Louisiana Tech and Rice are going to play a doubleheader today. They had a game washed out, but yesterday, Louisiana Tech over Rice 6-4. They'll play two today in Houston, and UTSA and Charlotte, they were postponed yesterday, so uh, they had played a doubleheader earlier. They will conclude their series with a single game today. The standings after play yesterday, UTSA leading Conference USA with a record of nine and two. Dallas Baptist second, eight and three. The Blue Raiders are in their third, tied with FAU, each with a seven and four record. Charlotte is six and five, followed by Louisiana Tech and Rice. They're both five and five. UAB is three and eight. Western Kentucky and FIU are two and nine. And that's the way the conference shakes out after play yesterday. Raiders and the Hilltoppers meeting for the 146th time. And Middle Tennessee edged into a one-game lead in the overall series with that win last night. The Raiders have won 73 and Western Kentucky has won 72. That's how close this series has been. The Raiders have uh, dominated the series lately. They've won 11 
of the last 15 against the Hilltoppers. We're going to take uh, our first break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with yesterday's winning pitcher, right-hander Jaden Ham. Right now, let's hear this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our countdown to first pitch. The Raiders in Western Kentucky. Final game of this three-game series in Bowling Green. Yesterday's starting and winning pitcher, uh, Jaden Ham, is visiting with us. Uh, congratulations on a great outing. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Since that uh, shutout you pitched earlier in the season, you hadn't been quite as sharp a couple of times out. I thought you were good in Florida, and things didn't go our way that in that game, but you had it all together yesterday. 
Yes, sir. It was uh, just kind of getting back within myself. I was trying to do too much in those uh, couple weeks where I didn't have really have the strike zone where I needed it to be. So, like yesterday going into the game, it was just like pound the zone and let my pitches work and see what happens, and, and that's just going to be the motto from here on out. It's like you were thrown with confidence whatever you threw, and, and what were your best pitches yesterday? Well, I would, I would say I had all three pitches working because, I mean, this lineup, they do a lot of things, and one of the things they do is kind of like they try to guess and sit on a pitch. So with having the three-pitch mix yesterday, it was, it was I was able to keep them off balance and, and keep them guessing up there. Yeah, and just like the, the game uh, before, your defense played very well behind you. Yeah, I mean, our defense is spectacular. That's, that's like one of the things I kind of got away from was like kind of trying to strike kids out, and I don't need to with the defense we have. I mean, they were making spectacular plays, and they are diving behind me and stuff like that. So just kind of trust what we got going, and, and it all pan out. You're from Cullioca? Yes, sir. Uh, tell me about Cullioca. Now, how big a town is that? Uh, it's not too big. So there's a school. It's uh, K through 12, and there's about 1,000 students K through 12 down there. So uh, everybody knows everybody. And you pitched at uh, Columbia Central? Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, ended up going to Columbia Central in high school. Just They were just uh, class 3A, so it was a little bit uh, more competition, so I could end up getting looks at for D1 stuff, so I just made that decision. Baseball is notorious for players having nicknames. What's your nickname on this team? Uh, a lot of people just call me Ham. There's there's really no, no nicknames for that. <laughs> okay. Well, we, uh, as Coach said after the game yesterday, we're not trying to win a series. We're just trying to win a game today. Yeah, I mean, he says that, especially when we have a chance to, to sweep. He said it last week. I mean, you think about it, if you go in and try to sweep, you put a lot more pressure on yourself. So he's just trying to take the pressure off everybody and let everybody do their jobs and, and see what happens. What's your, uh, what's your ritual between starts? Uh, I mean – I kind of keep it simple. I mean, I'll, I'll get a couple lifts in and stuff like that, and then I try to keep my bullpen as the season goes. I keep it lighter and stuff, just trying to keep my arm as fresh as possible and, and ready to go every time uh, he hands me the ball. Our bullpen's been good the last couple of games, hasn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we can rely on those guys a lot, and it's going to help us, especially in the long run. Okay. Well, great outing yesterday, and uh, we look forward to your next start. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And that's Jaden Ham, yesterday's uh, winning pitcher for the Raiders. Uh, he did have an outstanding uh, outing, seven innings, no runs, three hits, two walks, five strikeouts, 98 pitches in seven innings, and then uh, the Raiders turned it over to, uh, excuse me, to the bullpen to finish up and got a nice uh, outing from both uh, Ollie Akins and James Sells, who got the uh, the save for the second straight game. Starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. The exclusive credit unit of Blue Raider Athletics visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For the Blue Raiders under coach Jerry Myers, why make a change? The Raiders have won five in a row. He'll go with J.T. Mabry leading off at second base. Brett Coker at shortstop will bat second. Jeremiah Boyd, the D.H., will hit third. Briggs Rudder behind the plate. Will bat in the cleanup spot. Jackson Galloway in left field will hit fifth. D.J. Wright at first base batting sixth. Gabe Jennings at third base will hit seventh. Eston Snyder in right field hits number eight. And Luke Vinson, the center fielder, will bat ninth with the right-hander Eric Swan on the mound. For Western Kentucky and their coach Mark Reardon in his first year, Ty Crittenberger 
Leads off in center field. Kirk Liebert, the catcher, hits second. Drew Record, the shortstop, bats third. Tristan Garcia at second base, hits fourth. Ty Batisich at first base, hits fifth. Aiden Gilroy, the third baseman, number six. Camden Ross will be the designated hitter. He'll hit seventh. Andrew Delaney in left field hitting eighth. Brett Blomquist in right field will bat ninth. And on the mound will be the left-hander Brett Turback. He is uh, three and two on the season with a 2.83 earned run average in 41 in the third innings, 37 hits, 13 earned runs. He's given up two home runs, walked only six and struck out 37. Opponents hitting 234 against this left-hander who'll be making his eighth appearance and eighth start of the season. JT Mabry on the way to home plate to lead it off for the Raiders. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you in Bowling Green. First pitch of the game. Swung on by Mabry, lofted into right field and settling under it is the right fielder Blomquist. He will take it for out number one. One pitch and one out here in the Raider first inning. Brett Coker will come to the plate. Coker is the Raiders leading hitter at 385 and has a seven game hitting streak going. He'll look at the first pitch, it's in for a strike. Coker two out of eight here in the two games played in this series. Bounces this one foul off to the left. He did hit a home run on Thursday. It was his fourth of the season. And he is behind in the count 0-2. Turback does not throw a lot of heat. He will come in there at 80-85. That pitch at 88 swung on and missed by Coker for out number two. And got him reaching for a pitch that was way outside the strike zone. So Turbrack picks up the strikeout, and with two outs, the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. I'll check the weather conditions for you here in just a moment. It is chilly, however, it is dry much unlike the conditions at home, I understand. And we have a uh, wind blowing out of the northeast. There's ball two to Boyd, two balls, no strikes. Turbrack, the left-hander delivers, swung on, foul. That'll be out of play to the right. Two and one, 55 degrees is our temperature Game time, cloudy skies here. We haven't seen any sun since we've been here. And a wind out of the east at 13 miles an hour. Ground ball to the left side. Picked up with the third baseman, Gilroy. Cut in front of the shortstop and took it on the hop. Made the throw to first in time. The Raiders are up and down in order in the first inning. Three up and three down, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee, nothing. Western Kentucky coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the first inning, no score. Raiders went down in order. On the mound is the right-hander, Eric Swan, a junior. He's out of Oakland High School, one and four, with a 7.06 earned run average, 29 and a third innings. He's allowed 26 hits. 23 runs, uh, earned runs, making his eighth appearance and eighth start. He's allowed three home runs. Uh, Here's the big stat for Swan, 26 walks in 29 innings. He has struck out 32, an opponent's hitting only 236 against him, but he has uh, been, uh, there's no other way to put it, he's been wild. Uh, He's hit five batters, he's had 10 wild pitches, and all of this works against him, although he does have a great arm and can throw in the mid-90s. Just got to uh, be a little bit more under control out there. He went four and two-thirds against Western Kentucky in the series in Murfreesboro, only gave up one hit, but he walked five, and he threw three wild pitches, and he hit three batters. So that's, uh, that's been the story for Eric Swan. And just when I said there's no sunshine, the sun pops through here on a Saturday afternoon in Bowling Green. Here's Ty Crittenberger to lead it off. And Swan's first pitch right in there at 97 for a called strike. Crittenberger 0 for 8 in this series. 315 overall on the season is his batting average. Swan pitches out of the set position and delivers high for ball one. One ball, one strike. Crittenberger, Liebert, and Record here in the bottom of the first inning for the Hilltoppers. Raiders have taken the first two games of this three-game series. Ground ball in the hole. Coker gloves it, throws across, and got his man. Nice play by Brett Coker at shortstop. So Crittenberger retired on a 6-3 put out and Kirk Liebert, the catcher, will come in. A left-handed hitter. Again, four left-handed hitters in the lineup for the Hilltoppers today. Liebert one for six in the two games here in Bowling Green. Overall average 296. 
Swan ready to work to Liebert and delivers a strike called at 85. So he took something off on that pitch. No balls and one strike. Ground ball right side. That's going to get through for a base hit. That was a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, and Liebert was right on it. There's the first hit of the game as Liebert singles to right. And with one out, the batter is Drew Record, the shortstop. Watching batting practice today, the wind is going to affect uh, balls hit in the air, and it's it's blowing across the field left to right, and as, as it has been all weekend. There's a strike call to record, nothing in one. It was drizzly and cold, but the wind was not a, that much of a factor Thursday night, and we had four home runs hit out of this park. And this is uh, not a hitter's park. And then yesterday, the conditions were better. It was dry, but the wind was up and did not have a single home run hit yesterday. And they weren't flying out of here in batting practice today either. Swung on, that ball is hit foul down the left side and out of play. So Swan is ahead in the count, 0-2 to the shortstop record, who is the leading hitter for the Hilltoppers at 376 on the year. Raider infield, double play depth, and the pitch comes in. A check swing. Did he hold up? Apparently, yeah, they're going to, the first base umpire is going to ring him up. That was a delayed request for assistance, and record is called out on strikes. So that is out number two as Swan picks up his first strikeout on an appeal. Runner at first, two outs, and the batter is Tristan Garcia. He's the little second baseman. He may be a little in stature, but he swings a bat, swings a big bat, hitting 336. That's from the left side, two out of seven in this series. Swan comes set, throws to first, the runner back. Liebert, although he is a catcher, will run. He has nine stolen bases on the season. Here's the pitch to the plate, and it misses outside for ball one to Garcia. Five foot four, Tristan Garcia. But he's a stocky five foot four. He weighs about 185. Pitch is swung on, and that's going to be fouled out of play. One ball, one strike. Jennings at third, Coker at short, Mabry at second. D.J. Wright holding the runner at first. One ball, one strike to Garcia. Swan again throws to first and the runner back. Galloway in left, Benson in center. And in right field, Eston Snyder playing way over in right center in front of the scoreboard. Pitch is high, two and one. They are not playing Garcia to pull. They are playing him to hit late and playing him uh, in the outfield at least uh, just like a right-handed pull hitter. 
And the right field line is completely open. The runner goes, and a ground ball up the middle. Swan got a glove on it, and that's going to be an infield hit. Had he let the ball go through, it was an easy out. But it's going to be an infield hit off the pitcher's glove. The runner was going. If they didn't have a force at second there, they would have had a play at first base had Swan not slowed the progress of the ball down. But as a pitcher, you want to try and catch everything. So that'll be the second hit in the inning. And now a pitch gets by Rudder and goes to the backstop and the runners advance. That will be a wild pitch. So Liebert to third and Garcia to second. With two outs, one ball, no strikes to the first baseman, Ty Vatisic. He's been the DH in the first couple of games of this series. Swings and chops it to first. D.J. Wright has an easy play. Gets the unassisted put out. That's going to do it for the Hilltoppers in the first inning. No runs. They had two hits and two men left on base. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the second inning in a scoreless ball game as the Raiders will have the four, five, six hitters coming up against the left-hander Devin Turbrack. Turbrack making his eighth start, just as Swan is for the Blue Raiders. Turbrack does have a complete game this season. He went six against the Raiders in the series in Murfreesboro, but was not involved in the decision there. As Briggs Rudder takes the first pitch, in for a call strike, nothing and one. And surprise, surprise, the sun is shining brightly here in Bowling Green. There's a swing and a miss. The count goes to 0-2 on Rudder. Three out of six in this two-game set with a double and a run batted in. Hits it up the middle. Second baseman Garcia has it on the hop. Plays over to first in time for out number one. Garcia was playing fairly close to the bag at second base and was able to make the play without any problem. 4-3 the put out. Here's Jackson Galloway. Galloway one for six in this series, but that one hit was a big two-run homer in game one on Thursday night. 
Takes an off-speed pitch in for a call strike. That one coming in at 72 miles an hour. Galloway had his hitting streak stopped last night. Swing and a foul tip. Going two. He had hit safely in eight straight games. Last night, hit into a fielder's choice, walked another fielder's choice, and then was called out on strikes. Two strikes the count to Galloway. Left-hander delivers, swung on, fouled over by the Blue Raider dugout. Raiders in the first base dugout. 3.30 down each line here at Nick Dennis Field in Bowling Green. Pitch is just inside for ball one, one and two. 400 to straightaway center field, 370 to the power alleys. The scoreboard in right field exactly in the same spot as our score, scoreboard back at Reese Smith Field in Murfreesboro. Galloway hits a breaking ball to third. Gilroy up with it and the throw across just nipped him by a step. Good hustle down the line by Galloway, but sometimes you just can't outrun the baseball. Two up, two down on ground ball outs here in the second inning. Here's D.J. Wright, the first baseman. D.J. hitting 282. He is hitless in this series, 0 for 7. Swings and fouls it back. In the three-game series in Murfreesboro, he was 4 for 13 with three runs batted in. Turbrack, the left-hander. Winds and fires, and a ball hit to right field. It is going to get down for a hit. So DJ has his first hit of this three-game series and the first hit for the Blue Raiders today. Line single to right, and that will bring up Gabe Jennings. Blue Raider third baseman Jennings, one out of eight in the series here in Bowling Green. So right the runner at first with two outs. Pitch to the plate is just high for ball one. No score in case you're just joining us. We're in the top of the second inning. Raiders batting with two outs and a runner at first. Swing and a ground ball. Third baseman Gilroy has it. Goes the short way to second for the force. On right coming down, and that's going to be all for the Raiders here in the second inning. No runs. One hit, one man left. We go to the bottom of the second. No score. Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the second inning. No score. Well, Western, it'll be Aiden Gilroy to lead it off. Gilroy, Ross, Delaney, six, seven, eight hitters in the Hilltopper batting order. They had a couple of hits in the first inning, one of them an infield hit. Here's Gilroy, bats from the left side and takes an off-speed pitch in for strike one. Swan's been mixing his pitches pretty well here in the first inning. There is a pitch inside and the count will go to one and one on Gilroy. You can't just throw 95 on every pitch because hitters Will zero in on that fastball. One ball, one strike. Swing the foul back. That one at 98. And the count one and two to Gilroy. Gilroy had a home run on Thursday night. It was his first of the season. It was a two-run homer. And the pitch to the plate swung on and hit up the middle. Coker behind the bag at second, has it over to first and got him by a step. Nice play by the shortstop, Brett Coker, who's made a couple of good plays behind Swan so far early in this game. Short to first, six to three for the first out. Here's Camden Ross. He's the DH and making his first appearance uh, in the Series here. Swan with the pitch. Ross hits it to the first baseman. D.J. Wright feels it over to first. Takes it unassisted for out number two. So a couple of ground ball outs here in the second inning. Two up, two down, and the batter is Andrew Delaney. Delaney started last night. He's back in the lineup tonight out of Louisville, Kentucky. A junior hitting 231. And we'll stand in against Eric Swan. No score, bottom of the second inning. A strike called, again, 98. Or was that 90? A 90, I guess, on the board. That's a digital radar clock out there, and uh, sometimes difficult to pick up a eight from a zero. Call strike two. He's coming there with two straight fastballs. And he's ahead in the count. Bases empty, two outs. Pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. Radar gun registers 100 miles an hour on that pitch. First time I've seen it hit triple digits in this series. 0-2 the count. 
Swan out of the set position, misses high, ball one. Two outs, bases empty in the second. Scoreless game. Swan looks into rudder and the pitch to the plate, misses outside, two and two. This is game number 30 on the season. Would you believe it? This season is over halfway over. Most college teams play 56. This is game number 30. The pitch was fouled off to the left. Count remains two balls, two strikes on Delaney. Swan's pitch, swung on, hit into right center field. Nobody's going to get that one. Takes one hop off the wall. Snyder picks it up out there and makes a good throw to second, and Delaney just in there. Boy, that was a good defensive play by Eston Snyder. Played the carom perfectly off the wall, got it in quickly to second base, but Delaney in there with a double. That's his first extra base hit of the season. Third hit off Swan, and with two outs, the batter is Brett Blomquist. Sophomore is playing right field. Taps one foul off to the right. Blomquist hitting 226, making his first appearance in the series. He's out of Ackworth, Georgia. They have another player out of Ackworth. I think that's that freshman first baseman, Ferris, who's not in the lineup today. One strike. Swan checks the runner at second. Pitch is over but high for ball one. One and one. Swan got the first two hitters in this inning on ground ball outs. And then Delaney with a double off the fence in right center. Blumquist checked his swing, and apparently the uh, call is strike two. Swan ahead in the count, one and two. And a bouncing ball hit slowly to the left side. Coker got a nice hop, throw to first, in time for the out, and that is all in the second. Blomquist retired on a ground ball to short, played nicely by Coker. No runs, one hit, one left. We played two innings in Bowling Green, no scores. We go to the third on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Eston Snyder leads it off for the Raiders here in the top of the third. Devin Turbrack, senior left-hander out of Perryville, Missouri. Delivers the first pitch. It is in for a call strike. Snyder at 278 for the season. Three home runs. And the left-hander's pitch misses inside for ball one. Snyder only one out of six against left-handed pitchers this season. Raiders don't see a lot of lefties. That pitch is low. Two balls and a strike. Coker is the leading hitter against left-handed pitchers. Here's the 2-1, and it's swung on and hit in the air to right field. Right field going back. It's over his head, off the wall. Snyder's on his way to second. Makes the turn. He's going to try for three, and he'll get in there standing up. And the throw comes in late. That will be a triple for Eston Snyder. Hit it over the right fielder's head. Blomquist went back. And when the ball caromed off the wall, uh, out by the Blue Raider bullpen, it shot back about where he had started. And it got past him. And Snyder was able to see that running to second and never hesitated. Went on into third base. That is his first triple of the season. He's at third with nobody out. And Benson lines a shot in the left center for a base hit and the Raiders lead one to nothing. Benson's on his way to second, throw coming in and he is in there safely. And that is a hustle double for Luke Benson. I think he saw a little hesitation out there as the outfielders were trying to decide whether Benson was gonna try and he drives in a run with a double. So a triple and a double here to lead off the second inning and the Raiders lead it one to nothing. Turbrack's pitch to JT Mabry is in for a strike. So the first extra base hits produce a run here in the second one to nothing. One strike to Mabry with a runner at second. And Mabry butted and fouled it off. The count will be 0 and 2. Trying to get that runner over to third. But the count now two strikes to Mabry. Turbrack, the left-hander, delivers lined foul as he Tried to go the other way, and the pitcher accommodated with an outside pitch. But Mabry hit it foul down the right field line. Count holds at two strikes. 
And a pickoff throw to second base. The runner gets back in plenty of time. Nothing and two to J.T. Mabry. Benson leads from second. Pitches hit past the shortstop into left center field, and they will stop Benson at third. He had to hold up for just a second to see if the ball was going to get through. It did get past the shortstop, and that's three straight hits for the Raiders here in the top of the third. Hit number four off Turbrack. So first and third, no outs, and time is called. The pitching coach, Dylan Napoleon, on his way to the mound to have a chat with his left-hander. Raiders will be returning home after the game today and will be back in action on Tuesday at Georgia State in Atlanta. That's a three o'clock start. We'll have the broadcast for you at 2.45 on Tuesday. And then next weekend, the Raiders are in San Antonio to take on the league leading roadrunners of UTSA. Here's Coker. First and third, nobody out. And as uh, we mentioned a moment ago, the leading hitter against left-handed pitchers for the Raiders, Coker is eight out of 13. Takes the first pitch, low and inside for ball one. Coker struck out in the first inning. So I guess that would make him eight for 14 now against left-handers. Infield double play depth. Coker tried to bunt and fouled it off. The count will go one and one. The bunt is a good weapon. The Raiders have utilized it in this series to their advantage. Benson had a great bunt last night and a couple of bunts drove in runs Thursday night. He does bunt. The runner is going to score and they're not going to get anybody. That was a great bunt, pushed it to the right or the first base side of the mound. Second baseman, the pitcher were both after it. The first baseman couldn't get there and Coker gets an RBI with a bunt single. Mabry stops at second, so first and second, still nobody out. And it's two to nothing. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. First and second, no outs, two runs in. Boyd is around the bunt. He pops this one up, that's gonna be an out. First baseman coming in, caught it on the fly. In foul territory, so that will be out number one. With first and second and no outs, the bunt is always in order in that situation that Boyd did not get it down on the ground, popped it up. And that's out number one. Here's Briggs Rudder. Rudder swings and hits it shortstop, makes a stop, can't make a play, and the bases are gonna be loaded. Shortstop record got a glove on it. It was headed for the hole, stopped it. 
but was laid out on the ground and could not make a play. That's going to be a base hit for Rudder. Rudder's bringing out the bats here in the third inning. Bases are loaded with one out. Hit number six in the game. And here's Jackson Galloway. First baseman in on the grass, third baseman even with the bag as Rudder takes the strike, or Galloway takes the strike called. Middle infielders are still in double play depth. One strike to count. Rudder takes the pitch inside for ball one, one and one. Again, a good delegation of Blue Raider fans and uh, it's still chilly out there but the sun is shining. Wind still uh, kicking up a little bit. Inside, backed him away for ball two, two and one. Mabry the runner at third, Coker at second, and Rudder is at first. And Galloway swings and misses, strike two. Two balls, two strikes. This inning started with a leadoff triple by Eston Snyder. Swung on, hit to the left side, through for a base hit. One run will score. They're going to wave the second runner. The throw will be cut off, and the Raiders lead four to nothing. Mabry scored, Coker scored, Galloway a two RBI single. Rudder stopped at second. It's hit number seven for the Raiders and it's four to nothing. Here's DJ Wright. Still just one out in the inning. Sure, Western has the bullpen going, but uh, I'm blocked out. My partner, Mr. Callow, could not make it today, and he's the one with the field glasses. They do have a right-hander throwing in the bullpen, however. Pitch and right fouls this one out of play. One strike. Rudder at second, Galloway at first. Four runs have scored here in the third inning. Turbrack with the pitch, swing and a miss. Strike two. Wright had a base hit in the second inning. That was the Raiders' first hit of the game. 0-2 the count. Left-hander comes set and delivers a swing and a foul tip into the catcher's mitt. That is strike three. D.J. Wright down on strikes, and the ninth man to bat in the inning will be Gabe Jennings. Hit into a fielder's choice to end the second inning. Stands in with runners at first and second, and now two outs in the third. Turbrack with the pitch. Right in there for a strike. Nothing and one. 
Jennings, a native of Lebanon. Our neighboring county went to Wilson Central High School. Pitch outside, one and one. Gabe has been a backup his first two years in this program and has moved into the starting lineup this year as the starting third baseman, and he's played very well at that position. One and one to Jennings. Swung on, the pitch hit high in the air. Shallow left field, shortstop backing up. And record will take it for out number three, but the Raiders send nine men to the plate. In the third inning, they score four. Six hits in the inning, and two men were left. So we'll go to the bottom of the third inning, Middle Tennessee four, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Eric Swan and the Raiders will take a 4-0 lead in the bottom of the third inning, and the leadoff batter, Ty Crittenberger, will be the hitter. Swan got him on a ground ball to lead off the first inning. Swan has allowed three hits, has one strikeout. First pitch in for a strike. Nothing and one to Crittenberger. He is 0 for 9 in this two-game series. Right-handed hitter stands deep in the box. Looks at Swan's pitch. It is in there at 96 for a call strike. Nothing and two. Right hander comes set and delivers. Ball hit to third. That's a fair ball. Knocked down by Jennings. It'll roll over to foul ground. And that ball hit like a shot. Jennings was able to get a glove on it. Or it would have been down the line and probably a double, as it is a single for Crittenberger, his first hit in the series. Fourth hit for the Hilltoppers. So leadoff single. The batter is Kirk Liebert, the catcher. Singled in the first inning. That's from the left side. 
around to bunt and misses. Strike one, he bunted right through it. 0 and 1 to Liebert. Snap throw to first and the runner back. Jennings playing edge of the grass at third. Infielders play him to pull. And he swings and hits this one foul down the right side. 0-2 the count. Shortstop Coker playing over close to the bag at second. And Swan out of the stretch for the 0-2. High, ball one. Runner goes. Pitch is fouled out of play. And count holding one and two. Crittenberger has to return to first. He has 10 stolen bases on the season. But he hasn't been on base in this series until uh, he got that infield hit to lead off the third. So he hasn't had any opportunities to steal a base. There's a swing and a miss. And Lieber down on strikes. Four out number one. Second strikeout for Swan. And the batter's the shortstop, Drew Record. He was called out on strikes on an appeal in the first inning. Record, a good right-handed hitter. Swan throws to first. Krittenberger is back. Swan comes set and delivers. Pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. Nothing in one to Drew Record. Garcia scheduled to hit next. Outfield just about straight away. Again, a throw to first, close, but no cigar there. Crittenberger just got in. Ahead of the tag. One strike to count. And again, a throw to first and not close this time. No balls, one strike. Swan's pitch is high. One and one. Raiders leading four nothing. We're in the bottom of the third. Raiders got a big, batted around, got four runs in the top of the inning. Runner goes, strike, the throw to second is high and Krittenberger is in for the stolen base. That's his 11th of the season. The counter record now one ball, two strikes. Runner at second, one out. 
Swan looks back at second. Delivers outside for ball two. Two and two. That's stolen base the 40th of the season for the Hilltoppers. The Raiders as a team with 45 stolen bases. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Ruckert taps it foul over by the Hilltopper dugout. Count holes at 2-2. Two and two. So we've got a good uh, delegation of Raider fans here again today. Two balls, two strikes. Swan with a 2-2 pitch. Swung on, a little tap in front of the plate. That's going to be a foul ball. Home plate umpire Augustus Grippen made the call immediately. Ball hit off the foot of the batter. He's going to take a few steps to kind of walk it off. So the count will hold at two balls and two strikes. First base umpire is Greg Howard, who had the plate on Thursday night. Jake Botek is the third umpire. He had the plate in last night's game. Two and two to Drew Record. Pitch is in there for a call strike. Took something off and Record is called out on strikes for the second straight at bat. And that is the third strikeout for Eric Swan. And he's gotten record twice on call third strikes. Here's Tristan Garcia had an infield hit in the first inning. Little left-handed hitter hits out of a crouch. Hits the ball past a diving coker and Western's gonna pick up their first run of the game. Garcia with a run scoring single. Past the Raiders shortstop into into center field. That will make it a four to one game. If Garcia run batted in, that's his 19th of the season. He's at first with two outs. Hit number five, run number one for the Hilltoppers. So it's four to one in the third. Here's Batisic. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. He grounded out to DJ Wright in the first inning. Swan with the pitch, swing and a miss. 98 miles an hour. One ball, one strike. Garcia leads from first and the pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul tip back into Rudder's mitt. One and two. Swan comes set. Pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Count holding and a ball and two strikes. 
That nice sunshine we had momentarily covered up now. Although still coming through enough to cast shadows on the field. Pitches high, ball two. Two and two. Wind still blowing gently left to right. Wind out of the east at 13 to start the game. It's probably changed a little bit since then. And the pitch swung on, tapped foul behind the plate. Bodicic hitting 260 on the season with five home runs. He bats from the left side. Sophomore has been the DH in their first two games. He's playing first base today. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Takes it inside, ball three. Bodicic out of Joliet, Illinois. Joliet, Illinois. Full count, three and two. Runner goes. Pitch is swung on, hit in the air. Center field. Benson is there. He'll make the catch for out number three. That is all in the third. Western comes up with one run on two hits, one runner left. Here are your totals after three. Middle Tennessee, four runs, seven hits, no errors. Western Kentucky, one run, five hits, no errors. Raiders lead it four to one as we go into the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And as we go to the fourth, we've got a new pitcher in for Western Kentucky, Mason Burns. Will be the new pitcher, he's a right-hander. Raiders saw him in the series at home. Eston Snyder will lead off for the second straight inning. Raiders batted around in the third. Burns a right-hander, 6-3, out of Bloomington, Illinois. And he hits Snyder right on the top of the batting helmet on the first pitch. So Eston will take his position at first base, hit by a pitch. 
Rather inauspicious start for the right-hander, Burns. Transfer from Illinois State. Luke Benson, the batter, takes the pitch outside, ball one. With Snyder at third in the third inning, Benson laced a double into left center field, a hustle double. It looked like a single when it left the bat, but he legged it out to second. Later came around to score. Benson takes a strike on the outside corner at 91 as he had shortened up to bunt. One ball, one strike to the left-hand hitting center fielder Luke Benson out of Oakland High School. Throw to first, runner back. Got a couple of Oakland guys in the lineup today with pitcher Eric Swan and Vincent and DJ Wright from Blackman. One ball, one strike to Vincent. And there's the bunt. Pitcher will pick it up, throw to first and pulls the first baseman off the bag. So Vincent is safe, that'll be an error on the pitcher Burns. Had plenty of time to get uh, the runner. His throw to first pulled Odysseus off the bag. So Snyder goes to second. Gonna give him a hit on that. They've given him a hit on that. And now a bunt by Mabry, and that's a good one. The catcher will have it, throw to first, and got him. That'll be a sacrifice for J.T. Mabry. Catcher to first for the first out. So there's no error on on that throw. They give Vincent an infield hit. Runners advance to second and third with one out. Nice sacrifice butt by J.T. Mabry. Here's Coker. Single in the second. Brett takes a strike, nothing in one. That extends his hitting streak to eight games and his on-base streak to 25 straight games. One strike to the Blue Raiders shortstop. Swing and a miss and went fishing for an outside pitch. Didn't get it. Nothing in two. Looks like we got another layer of clouds coming in. And the sun is trying to hide once again. Temperature is up a couple of degrees. It's 57 here now. Two strikes to count to Coker. Jeremiah Boyd waiting to hit next. Runner second and third as the wind kicks up a little bit. Here's Burns with the pitch and struck him out. The catcher drops it. He's going to throw to first. Does the runners try to score and he will. Alertly, Eston Snyder scores from third. Coker struck out, but the catcher did not hang on to the ball and had to throw to first. And when he did, Snyder broke 
and slid across the plate, beat the throw to the plate, and it's five to one. And Vincent moved over to third. So with two outs, a runner at third, Jeremiah Boyd will hit. Takes a strike on the inside corner. Nothing and one. The pitch. Just low. One ball, one strike. Burns coming in, making his 11th appearance. He's made four starts, two and one, with a 5.74 earned run average for this right-hander. And a swing and a miss by Jeremiah, one and two. Five to one Raiders were in the fourth inning, top of the fourth. By the way, with Vincent's tap being ruled a hit, that's a Wendy's hit in the fourth. Boyd called out on strike, so I'm going to tell you how you can get a free cheeseburger when we come back. But in the inning, for the Raiders, one run, one hit, and one man left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning, Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Raiders now with a 5-1 to one lead. And since the Raiders got that hit in the fourth inning, you can pick up a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Text the word single to 83200. They will get back to you with a coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Redeem your coupon at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location, courtesy of Wendy's. Western Kentucky, Aiden Gilroy leads off the fourth against Eric Swan, takes the first pitch high for ball one. And comes inside ball two, two and oh. Not only did the Raiders get a hit in that fourth inning, they also got a run and they lead five to one. Gilroy grounded out to short in his first at bat. 
Hits this one to left field. Galloway coming in and cannot get there in time. It drops in front of him. Gilroy's going to try to go to second and will get in there standing. That ball evaded Galloway for just a moment after it dropped. So we're going to have uh, a ruling on whether that's a single or a double. That's a double. So Gilroy gets a double to left. Ball took a bad hop away from Galloway. So he was getting ready to pick it up. Hit number six for the Hilltoppers. Runner at second, here's Camden Ross. Grounded out to D.J. Wright. His first at bat, takes the pitch low and outside, ball one. Raiders trying for their sixth straight win today. Check up the runner and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, hit to second. Mabry's got it. Thought about going to third as the runner broke that way, but takes the sure out at first. So Ross retired second to first. And on the play, Gilroy advances to third. He's there with one out. Andrew Delaney, the batter, he doubled the right field in the second inning. They're going to play Snyder over into right center. Pitches a strike called. So they're banking on Delaney hitting late, I guess. One strike the count to the right-handed hitter. Swing and a miss. Came in there with heat at 97. And Delaney... Came up empty. Nothing in two, the count. Brunner leads from third, and the pitch swung on and skied foul out of play. Count holds at two strikes. Time is called. Jerry Myers out of the dugout. He saw something he did not like, and he will speak to his pitcher, Eric Swan. For just a moment, he's not going to make a change here. In fact, I don't see anybody throwing in the bullpen. This is a what we call a teaching moment. Two strikes on the batter, one out, and a runner at third. And the conference is brief. Coach Myers back to the dugout and. Delaney steps out of the box. Back in there now with a two-strike count. Runner at third is Gilroy. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, hit to the right side. It'll get a run in. Mabry picks it up, play to first in time, but coming in to score is Gilroy. And it's a five to two game. Give Delaney a run batted in on an infield ground out to J.T. Mabry. So two outs, a run in. And the batter is the number nine hitter, Brett Blomquist, grounded to short in the second inning. Big right-handed hitter with an open stance, takes the pitch inside, ball one. Five to two. 
Raiders leading here in the fifth, or bottom of the fourth, rather. Around a bunt and <laughs> took the pitch at 97, and he was stepping into that pitch. Uh, that's not something I think I would like to do. Two balls, no strikes. There's a strike call, two and one. Another one coming in there at 97. Blomquist to sophomore. Playing for the first time in the series. Here is Swan's pitch. Swung on, hit to right field. Snyder will have to play that one on the hop. That will be a base hit for Blomquist. Swinging late on that fastball, but he Gets enough of the bat on it to get it into right field for a single, and that is hit number seven for the Hilltoppers. Leadoff batter, Ty Crittenberger. Had a hit off Jennings' glove at third base in the third inning, scored their first run after a stealing second. Throw over to first and the runner back. A little moving around going on in the Blue Raider bullpen now. Blomquist leads from first. Swatch pitch, swung on and missed. And went after pitch out of the strike zone. Nothing and one the count. Swan with the pitch coming in ground, foul past third. Swan ahead in the count, 0 and 2. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch is swung on and fouled over by the Blue Raider dugout. Caroms off and rolls down the right field line. Got that picnic area open again, I think. They have a few people out there. Had some folks out there yesterday, even with the, the cold weather we had. Two strikes to count to Crittenberger. High inside, had to duck under that one. One and two. Wind does not appear to be as strong as it was when we started. The runner goes and a swing and a foul back. They started the runner and Blomquist will have to return to first. Count holds at one and two to Ty Crittenberger. He is the Hilltopper center fielder. High ball two. Two and two. Swan with a two-two pitch. Missed inside, took something off, and Kuttenberger took it for ball three. Three and two. 
Runner goes. Swing and a miss. Struck him out to retire the side. That is all in the fourth. Hilltoppers come up with a run on two hits. They strand a runner. And we will go to the fifth. Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the fifth. The Raiders leading 5-2. to two. Pitcher Mason Burns will start his second inning. He did pitch against the Raiders at home in the game that Turbrack started there. Turbrack went six in that game. Burns came in, pitched the seventh, and the Raiders got to him for two runs on three hits. And that was... Uh, the only inning he pitched, the Raiders won that game, eight to six. Swing and a ball hit through and by base hit to right field for Briggs Rudder on the first pitch. So Rudder with his second hit today, singles to right. Second hit off Burns and the ninth hit for the Raiders. Runner at first, nobody out for Jackson Galloway. He is grounded out and singled. His single in the third drove in two runs. Burns comes set. Off-speed pitch in for a strike. Nothing and one. D.J. Wright on deck. Wind has calmed down a little bit, but the sun is behind the clouds now. Another off-speed offering, and it's strike two called. Nothing in two to Galloway. We've seen two off-speed pitches, both in the strike zone. Rudder with that leadoff single, short lead at first. And a throw over there, and he threw it away. Threw it over the first baseman's head, and Rudder's going to coast into second base. And mark that down as an error on the pitcher. E1. And there's really no reason to throw over there. That's the uh, part about it that's going to puzzle the Western coaches because Rudder's not a base stealer. Now he's at second base. Galloway fouls this one down the third baseline. 
Kevin Nichols coaching at third. Mark DeLua at first for the Raiders. Two strikes the count, the pitch. Low for a ball. Raiders leading five to two and batting here in the fifth with a runner at second and nobody out. Galloway takes it low and inside for ball two, two and two. Raiders do have a pitcher throwing down in the pen. That may be Wirtz. Swing and a miss. Got him uh, reaching for an outside pitch. Didn't get it. One out in the fifth. Second strikeout for Burns. And the batter is D.J. Wright. D.J. has singled, and he has struck out. One for two. Got a runner in scoring position here in the fifth. Mason Burns, second pitcher for the Hilltoppers, delivers and a foul back to the backstop. Strike one. Check of the runner. Short lead by Rudder at second in the pitch. Inside, ball one. One and one to DJ. Came into the game hitting 282. He had been 0 for 7 in this series until he got that hit in the second inning. One ball, one strike. Swing and a miss. One and two. Went after a low pitch. Steps out momentarily. Count one ball, two strikes. Pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Struck him out. Back-to-back strikeouts for Burns. It's his third one. Fifth time the Raiders have gone down on strikes. With two outs, that runner still in scoring position, and Gabe Jennings the batter. He is grounded into a force play and popped out. Looks for his first hit today. Pitch from Burns outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Rudder dancing around out there at second. Pitch is low and inside, ball two. Raiders will not be back home until a week from Tuesday, the 18th. They will host Lipscomb in a 6 o'clock game. That's Tuesday, the 18th, next home game. Pitch in the dirt, I say in the dirt, in the turf. All three. This is an all-turf field. It's the only way we were able to play Thursday night. 
because it rained almost all day, right up until game time on Thursday. 3-0, and Jennings with an automatic take, and that's a strike called. Three balls and one strike. Rudder led off with a single, went to second on a throwing arrow on a pickoff by the pitcher. He's still at second. And swing and a miss. Three and two. Burns has struck out two in a row. And three of the last, or actually four of the last five batters have gone down on strikes. Pitches outside, gets away, and back to the backstop. That's not only is it ball four, it is a wild pitch. And that will advance Rudder over to third. And Jennings will draw a walk. First walk the Raiders have received in the game. First and third, two outs for Eston Snyder. Snyder has tripled and has been hit by a pitch. High outside, ball one. This is Burns' second inning. He has struck out four, but he's been a little erratic. He's hit a batter. He's committed a throwing error and just threw a wild pitch. Catcher Liebert out to have a word with his pitcher. One ball, no strikes to Eston Snyder. First and third, two outs. The pitch and took a little bit off, laid it in there for a strike, one and one. Burns is a big, tall right-hander. Listed at 6'3". Looks a little taller than that. Pitch is low for ball two. Two and one. He must have pretty good stuff. He's been fooling the, the Raider hitters, but he's also been a little bit on the wild side. Two and one the count. Fast ball low for strike, uh, ball three. Three and three balls and a strike. Catcher Lieber looking over to the dugout. I, I guess he's getting the pitch calls from the dugout. Here's the 3-1. Swung on and grounded foul down the third base side. That one caroms all the way out into left field. So now the count is full, and the runner at first will be going. That is Jennings. Three and two to Snyder. The runner goes. Pitch is high, ball four, and the bases are loaded. It's back to back walks now by Burns. 
And Luke Benson will hit with two out. And the base is loaded. Now batting center fielder, Luke Benson. My stats tell me this is the first time he's been up with the bases loaded. Pops it up into left field. Left fielder coming in, and that'll be caught for out number three. Benson after the first pitch. Flies out to shallow left field, and that's all for the Raiders in the fifth. No runs, one hit. There was an error. Three men left. We will go to the bottom of the fifth. That means we're halfway home in this game. Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the fifth inning, and the Raiders are going to make a pitching change as Eric Swan's day is over. Coming in uh, to pitch will be the freshman, Ollie Akins, out of Sweetwater, Tennessee. 6 1, a slender 150. McMinn County High School. He has uh, put up some good numbers for the Blue Raiders here in his first collegiate year. Akins went two-thirds of an inning last night. Gave up a hit, but no runs. And he will face Kirk Liebert leading off here in the fifth for Western Kentucky. First pitch over but low for ball one. Liebert has singled and struck out. So Eric Swan goes four innings, allows two runs on seven hits. Ball two is high. 2-0 two and oh to Liebert. Swan did not walk anybody. Struck out four. He did have one wild pitch. And a much better performance for Eric Swan in this game. Swing and a foul straight back. Two and one to Liebert, a left-handed hitter against the freshman right-hander, Ollie Akins. Pitch is swung on, foul straight back. Two balls and two strikes. Liebert, the number two hitter in the order, leading off here in the fifth. So neither starting pitcher is around. Turbrek went only three innings for Western. There's a ball outside, three and two. Swad went four for the Raiders 
Leaves with the lead. Can't be the winning pitcher. He did not go the required five innings. There's a ball hit in the air to right field. Snyder moving over a little bit to his left and takes it for out number one. High fly ball, but not hit deep to right field. Eston Snyder actually had to move very little to make that catch. One out. Here's Drew Record. I expect he was glad to see Swan leave. He went down on strikes twice to Swan. Both were called third strikes. Takes a strike called here. Nothing in one. Swing and a pop foul. That's going to go in the grandstand. And a Blue Raider fan has a souvenir. Nothing in two, the count to record. Aikens pitches high, one and two. We've got cloud covers moved back over. We had sunshine in this park for about three innings before the clouds moved back in. Here's the one-two pitch fouled out of play. Count holding and a ball and two strikes. Winds have calmed down some. Temperatures uh, up a couple of degrees. 57 the last time I checked. Swing and a foul to the screen. Count holding at one ball and two strikes to Drew Record. Western Kentucky shortstop. Aikens pitch. Fouled again. Out of play. New supply of baseballs. Coming to the plate umpire. So the count holding at one and two. Aikens pitch popped up. Is that going to be playable? It's in foul ground. DJ Wright and the first base coach's box will make the grab for out number two. Two up, two down in the fifth. Here's Tristan Garcia. He has two of the Hilltoppers' seven hits. Singled in the first, singled again in the third. He's the second baseman, little left-handed hitter, bats out of a deep crouch. Aikens pitch to him is high, ball one. Very minuscule strike zone for this young man. Bats out of the left, on the left side. Swung on, fouled out of play. One ball and one strike to Garcia. He's now four out of nine in this series. Waited on that one and fouled it out of play to the left. Count goes to one and two. Akins with the one-two pitch. Ooh, just missed. Aiken started to the dugout. He thought he had him, and 
I'll be honest, I did too. Tried for that inside corner. Two to the count. Swung on, hit in the air to left center. Benson over. Benson has a track on it. He's got it. Fairly deep left center for the third out. That's all in the fifth. Ollie Akins comes in, sets them down in order. Nothing across. We've completed five full innings. It is Middle Tennessee five and Western Kentucky two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. As we start the sixth inning, a new pitcher is on for the Hilltoppers. He is Jake Gothrop. Gothrop, uh, right hander, 6'3, 190, a freshman from Lafayette, Indiana. Gothrop making only his second appearance. He's thrown only one inning this season, given up one hit and two walks, but no runs. So he is out for only the second time this season, and he will face the leadoff batter, J.T. Mabry. J.T. one for two with a sacrifice. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Mabry had an infield hit in the third. That was his first hit of the series. He also scored a run. And that pitch skips by the catcher back to the backstop. One ball, one strike. Jake Gothrop. Right-hander delivers, and Mabry slams it foul down to third base side. Got out in front of that pitch, and that one caroms out into left field. One and two. Mabry, Coker, and Boyd against the new right-hander, Gothrop, here in the sixth. The pitch off speed and inside, two and two. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and he tapped it over the pitcher's head. Garcia at second, picks it up over the first in time. And that's out number one here in the sixth. Brett Coker will come in. He had a single in the third, also scored a run. 
He has struck out twice. Three thirty down each line here at Nick Dennis Field. Three seventy to the power alleys. Four hundred to the batter's eye in center field. And we had balls flying out of this park on Thursday night. Since then, nothing as far as home runs. First pitch to Coker, low for ball one. Brett had one of those home runs on Thursday night. Raiders hit three of them. There's a strike called, one and one. One out in the sixth. And the right-hander's pitch swung on, tapped to the third baseman. That's a fair ball. Gilroy up and throwing and got him by a step. Coker bounces out, third to first for the second out. And Jeremiah Boyd will hit. Looking for his first hit. He has a six-game hitting streak on the line. He is grounded out, fouled out, and been called out on strikes. 0 for 3. Strike called inside corner. Came in at 90 from the right-hander, Gothrop. Oh, way outside and back to the backstop, one and one. I got a text from Chip Walters reminding me that uh, that we talked about uh, the town of Cullioca with Jaden Ham, reminding me that it was once known as the cantaloupe capital. There's a swing and a miss by Jeremiah. One and two, the count to Boyd. So the word was, if you want good cantaloupe, go to Kalioka. The one-two pitch, swinging a foul back. I'm not much of a melon man myself. Here's the one-two. Ooh, almost hit him. Inside, two and two. Gothrop with the pitch. Hit an off-speed pitch foul down the third base side. Not giving Jeremiah a minute fastballs. He uh, hit one of those out of here on Thursday night. Seen mostly off-speed stuff since. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, tapped to third. Gilroy will wait for it on the hop. Throws to first in time. Got it by about three steps. That is all. Here in the sixth, the Raiders go up and down in order. Three ground ball outs. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth. Middle Tennessee 5, Western Kentucky 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Last Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Last Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading 5-2. to two. Ollie Akins will start his second inning of work. Retired the side in order in the fifth. Ty Batisich, the first baseman. He's 0 for 2. Will be the first batter to face Akins. And first pitch is bounced to DJ Wright. Nice backhand pickup, tosses to Aikens covering, and that is out number one. Medicich on the first pitch grounds to DJ Wright with Aikens covering the bag for out number one. Nice crowd on hand here, and uh, some of them have broken the blankets out since the sun has gone back behind the clouds, and the breeze is still Blowing out there from the east. There's a strike call to Gilroy. Gilroy doubled to start the fourth inning and scored their second run. Pitch swung on, hit in the air to left center. Galloway is there in a couple of steps. He's got it for out number two. Two up, two down in the second. Yeah, that breeze has picked back up a little bit. Two outs in the sixth. Here is Camden Ross. Has grounded out twice, both to the right side. Wants to DJ Wright, wants to JT Mabry. Strike call to Ross, nothing and one. Aikens pitch, swung on and missed. One ball, two strikes. Hit up the middle, but Mabry's right there. Feels it over to first in time, and it's a 1-2-3 inning for Holly Aikens and the Raiders. In the sixth, nothing across. Three up and three down. Here are your totals after six innings. Middle Tennessee, five runs, nine hits, no errors. And Western Kentucky, two runs, seven hits, one error. Raiders lead five to two as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Briggs Runner leads it off for the Raiders and the seventh takes a call strike, nothing in one. Runner two for three today, singled in the third, again in the fifth. And taps this one to the left side where Gilroy, the third baseman, picks it up over the first in time. He has had a lot of chances today, Gilroy, and he's handled them all flawlessly. In fact, he's uh, responsible for the last three putouts. Coker, Boyd, and now Rudder have all grounded out to third. Here's Galloway. He has grounded to third, singled, and struck out. Jake Gothrop working in his second inning, delivers a strike called to Galloway. Right-hander's pitch over for a bit low, one and one. Gothrop retired the side in order in the sixth, working in his second inning. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, driven into right center field. Crittenberger over, diving, and makes the catch. A nice defensive play for the center fielder, Ty Crittenberger. So he takes uh, probably a double away from Galloway with that catch. Next up, first baseman number 17. Two down, and the batter is D.J. Wright. After a second-inning single, he has struck out twice. One out of three today. Gothrop's pitch all the way to the backstop. Ball one. Raiders got four runs in the third inning, added one more in the fifth for their total of five. There's a foul off to the left and out of play. Hilltoppers got single runs in the third and fourth, so it's five to two. Raiders leading here in the top of the seventh. Two outs, bases empty for D.J. Wright. One ball, one strike. Pitch swung on, drilled into left center field. Crittenberger is over, and he'll make the catch for out number three. Quick inning for the Raiders, three up and three down in the seventh. We go to the bottom of the seventh, seventh inning stretch time here in Bowling Green. Raiders lead 5-2 to two in the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. go to the bottom of the seventh. Delaney on the first pitch from Ollie Akins. Fouls it down the right side out of play. One strike to count. Raiders leading 5-2. to two. We're playing in the bottom of the seventh inning. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one's drilled the other way down the left field side and it's out of play. So one foul ball to right, one foul ball to left and it's 0-2. Akins delivers, high ball one. Ollie came in in the fifth and he has retired six in a row. Right-hander delivers, popped up. Shallow center field, Mabry back, gives away to Vinson and Luke Vinson will take it out near the red towel logo. and. Shallow center field. And that is out number one. Next up, right fielder number 12, Brett Blomquist. Brett Blomquist, the right fielder, who's one for two, stands in, takes the pitch outside for ball one from Akins. The freshman from Sweetwater, Tennessee. Working out of the bullpen for the second night in a row or the second game in a row. Takes a strike on the inside corner. Does Blumquist one and one. Pitch the plate. Missed outside. Ball two. He shortened up. That time it brought Gabe Jennings in a step or two at third base. Two balls and a strike. Akins misses inside with ball three. Three and one. The right-hander delivers. That's a strike called, and the count goes full to Blomquist. Three and two. Bases empty, one out. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders leading five to two. 
Swung on, grounded, past third, foul. Jennings got a glove on it, backhanded it, but in foul ground. So the count remains three and two. Another payoff pitch, and that's low for ball four. And believe it or not, that is the first walk Blue Raider pitchers have issued in this game. Blomquist on it first with one out. Here's the leadoff hitter, Ty Crittenberger. Has a single in three trips. He has scored one of their runs. Also has a stolen base in the game. Akins comes set and delivers just high ball one. There is action down in the Blue Raider bullpen. I think I see a left-hander throwing. We don't have many of them throw over to first and the runner back. There is definitely a left-hander throwing down there. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch to the plate is ball two. Pretty good looking pitch, but called a ball. There's a ball hit into left center field, and that's going to be trouble. Caroms off the wall. Throw coming in. They're going to wave the runner. The throw is to the plate. It's going to be late, and it's a 5-3 to three game as Crittenberger Drives it into left center, off the wall, just to the right of the 370 sound for a double, and Blumquist scored all the way from first. So that is the first hit allowed by Akins and the first run. It's five to three. Crittenberger at second. Coach Myers walking slowly out to the mound. We've got two left-handed, three left-handed batters out of the next four, and they have already made the call to the bullpen. So we'll have a pitching change here with one out in the seventh inning, and the Raiders leading 5-3. to three. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. New pitcher for the Raiders is uh, right-hander Daniel Dewey. some numbers on him when I can find them. Huey making his fifth appearance. 1-0 with a 2.70 earned run average. He's pitched only three and a third innings, allowed three hits, one earned run, four walks, six strikeouts. Out of Rockvale High School in Rutherford County. Dewey will face Kirk Liebert. I'm sorry, that's Justin Lee, isn't it? That's not Dewey. It's 31. So forget all those stats. Justin Lee is the pitcher. So Lee will face Liebert with a runner at second and one out here in the seventh. Five to three, the Raiders lead. Pickoff play at second, runner is back. Coker took the throw, slipping in behind Crittenberger. Lee comes set in the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, foul down the left side. That's playable for somebody. Coker's got it over near the line. Jennings was backing up. Coker had the angle on the pop fly. Makes the catch for out number two. Justin Lee, a freshman from Mount Juliet. 6'2", 200 pounder. Appearing in his 12th game. Here's Drew Record, who is 0 for 3. Two strikeouts and a foul out. Pitch to him in there for a strike. Nothing and one the count. So Ollie Akins goes two and a third. He's responsible for the runner out at second base. There's a ball hit to right field. Coming on Snyder, he's got it. A line drive and Snyder moving to his right, made the catch. So Lee comes in and throws only three pitches, gets two outs. That is all in the seventh. Hilltoppers come up with one run on one hit and they strand a runner. We have completed seven innings in Bowling Green, Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher in for Western Kentucky in the eighth inning is Jack Bennett. Is making his 14th appearance. He has more appearances than any other pitcher. He started one time, so most of his work has been in relief. Does have a save, 0-1 record with a 4.91 earned run average in 22 innings. He's given up 19 hits, 12 earned runs. Has walked nine, struck out 24. Opponents hitting 241 against the right-hander Bennett, listed at 6'2", 200 pounds, a freshman out of Paducah, Kentucky. He'll face the bottom third of the Raider order here in the top of the eighth. The Raiders leading five to three. They're wearing their camo, camo tops today with the gray pants and the blue caps. Gabe Jennings leads it off, 0 for 2 with a walk. And Bennett with the pitch, missed inside for ball one. Jennings, Snyder, and Vincent here in the eighth inning. Now a strike on the outside corner. One ball, one strike to Jennings. One for 10 in this series is Gabe. Ball two is inside, two and one. Right-hander winds and fires, fouled off. Over to the right onto University Boulevard. Two balls, two strikes. Weston wearing their black jerseys today with the red numerals and lettering, white pants, multicolor cap. Ball hit foul down the third baseline, two and two. Raiders, the Raiders wore their black jerseys yesterday, so Western. Broke theirs out today. Two balls, two strikes. Swinging a tap foul back over by the on-deck circle. Picked up by Eston Snyder. Waiting to hit next. Count holes at two and two. A 
another foul back to the screen this time. And again, Snyder runs it down. Right-hander Bennett with the pitch. Another foul. This one tapped down the third baseline. So Jennings up there fouling off pitches. Waiting for one he can handle. Here's the pitch. Strike three called and caught the outside corner. Gabe called out on strikes for out number one. First strikeout for Bennett. The batter will be Eston Snyder. He's had a triple, has been hit by a pitch, has walked. So he's been on base all three times and has scored two. Snyder looks at a pitch inside for ball one. Eighth inning, Raiders leading five to three. Ball two is also inside. Two balls, no strikes to Snyder. And the pitch by Bennett. Check swing, but a strike called. Two and one. Snyder, not a big guy, listed at 5'9", 170 out of Franklin. Played the high school ball at Page High School. A little tap to the shortstop, a slow roller, throw to first, just got him. Snyder with good speed down the line, but thrown out there by the shortstop record. Two up, two down in the eighth. Here's Luke Benson. Luke's had two hits today, a double and a single infield hit and his fly to left, two out of three. He has scored a run. Pitch swung on and grounded to first. That'll be handled there by Bodicic and that is all in the eighth. Raiders go up and down in order. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is Metal Tennessee 5, Western Kentucky 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Runner 
Rogers throw goes down to second as the ball comes back to Justin Lee and he will pitch to Garcia. Batisich and Gilroy, four, five, six hitters due up in the eighth inning for the Hilltoppers. Garcia today, two singles, and he's fly to center. Lee with the first pitch, and it's outside for ball one. Right-hander winds and fires. A strike at the knees. One ball, one strike. Eric Swan went the first four innings for the Raiders and left with a 5-2 lead. There's a ball hit foul down the left field line. It's 1-2 to Garcia. Ollie Akins came on, pitched the fifth, the sixth, and got one out in the seventh. The only walk of the game to the number nine hitter, and it proved to be uh, trouble as now the ball hit to short. Coker up with it over to first, and Garcia out number one in the eighth inning. Aikens walked the number nine hitter Blumquist, and then Crittenberger followed with a double to drive him in. And that's when Lee came in out of the bullpen to get the last two outs in the seventh. Here's Batisic, 0 for 3. Showed bunt, took it for a strike, nothing and one. So Coach uh, Jerry Myers, again, relying heavily on his crew of freshman pitchers. Using Akins and Lee in this game. Patrick Johnson. Got the win in game one. Aikens also pitched uh, last night in relief of Jaden Ham. Pitch is hit foul down to third base side. Count remains two strikes to Vatisic. One out here in the eighth. Ball one is outside. One ball, two strikes to the left-handed hitter. Five runs, nine hits for the Raiders. Three runs, eight hits for the Hilltoppers. Ball two is outside, two and two. Gilroy is scheduled to hit next. Swinging a foul out of play. Count holds at two and two to Ty Batisic. Time call, Coach Myers out of the dugout. Wants a word with his pitcher. And again, he saw something he didn't particularly like. Two balls and two strikes to count. There's one out here in the eighth inning. This being the eighth day of April, uh, a lot of things happened in big league baseball history on this day, but I guess the one most people will remember 
uh, the one uh, in 1974 on the 8th of April when Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run, came in the fourth inning off Al Downing in the home opener for the Atlanta Braves. He had equaled Babe Ruth's mark on opening day in Cincinnati and broke it on this date in 1974 in Atlanta. Pitch is just a bit low, ball three. Three and two to Batisic. Lee ready to work and a little tap. That's a foul ball hit just before it got to the first base bag and kicked foul. DJ Wright was over there ready to grab it. But the count remains three and two now to Batisic. The left-hand hitter stands in against the right-hander, Justin Lee. And ball four is outside. So Batisic will walk, only the second walk for the Hilltoppers today. And with one out, the batter is Aiden Gilroy. Now batting third baseman number six, Aiden Gilroy. Another trip to the mound. This will mean a pitching change. So Coach Myers has signal to the bullpen. We'll have a pitching change here. And we will uh, take a break. Tell you about the new picture when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. For the third straight game, Coach Myers is going to give the baseball to James Sells. You're in the eighth inning with a runner at, sec- at first base and one out. The batter will be Aiden Gilroy. Sells pitched on Thursday night, went an inning in the third, gave up a hit, no runs, and picked up his fourth save. Came in last night, pitched an inning in the third, gave up no runs, one hit, and got his fifth save. He's coming in here with one out in the eighth inning. And a runner at first, working for the third straight game.
Zells out of Winchester, Tennessee. Tullahoma High School. Here's Gilroy, the left-handed hitting third baseman. Has a double and three trips. And has scored one of their runs. I think they may have had a pinch runner come in for Batisich. He's running. Ground ball to short. Coker will not have a play at second. Goes to first for the putout on Gilroy. So they started the runner and they avoided the double play. Two outs and pinch runner now at second base. Here is Camden Ross. Ross is grounded out three times, twice to Mabry, once to DJ Wright. And takes a strike call from Sells, nothing and one. Pitches outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. James Sells in a safe situation for the third straight game. Right-hander comes set. And the 1-1 pitch tapped foul off to the left side over by the Western Kentucky on deck circle. One and two. Sells goes for some rosin. Checks the runner at second. And the pitch to the plate. Hit right back to the mound. Sells will toss it over to first. And that's going to be all in the eighth inning. So for the Hilltoppers, no runs, no hits. There was a walk and a runner left on base. We will go to the ninth. Middle Tennessee 5, Western Kentucky 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the ninth inning, and new pitcher coming in for Western Kentucky. He is CJ Wines. He'll be their fifth pitcher in this game. Wines. 13 appearances. This is his 14th. 
has uh, four saves on the season, 0-2 record with a 2.51 earned run average, and in 14 innings, three walks, 17 strikeouts. Raiders will have the top of the batting order coming up. In the bottom of the eighth inning, Justin Lee started the inning, got a ground out, and then walked the batter, uh, Batisic, on a 3-2 count. Jerry Myers made a pitching change, brought in James Sells for the third straight game, and Sells got out of the inning on two ground balls. The last one hit right back to him. So here's JT Mabry be up for the fifth time. Has a single fly ball, ground out, and a sacrifice punt. Winds the right-hander with the pitch, and it is taken for strike one. Wines spells his name W-E-I-N-S. Suppose it could be Weens. Fly ball foul, that's gonna get out of play, but it is Wines. Just check my pronunciation guide. Headed right the first time. 0-2 the count to Mabry. Mabry sprays them all over, so they play him straight away. Infield and outfield. Wines with the pitch. Foul tip. Catcher couldn't hang on. In fact, he got hit. And not in a very good spot either. He is still down. Home plate umpire is going to give him some time to recover. Blue Raiders will be bussing back to the borough after the game. And we'll turn around and go to Atlanta on Tuesday to play Georgia State. That'll be a 3 o'clock first pitch. We'll be on the air at 245. Western trainer Dustin Wilson out of the dugout. Wines is still down on both knees. Or the, I'm sorry, the catcher, uh, Liebert, down on both knees, got hit by that foul tip. And Mabry waiting patiently. He'll have a two-strike count when we continue, but they'll give Liebert all the time he needs to recover. We mentioned the date of uh, April the 8th. I expect you'll remember that <laughs> that date too. That's all the date, also the date in 1963 when the Detroit Tigers claimed Denny McLean on waivers from the White Sox, and he went on to be a 30-game winner for Detroit. Mabry's ready. Liebert back behind the plate. And the pitch is swung on, hit to third. Gilroy backhands it. Long throw to first on the hop, and the hop is true. Ferris is in playing first base now. He handles it, and Mabry's retired third to first. Boy, Gilroy's had a ton of assists. Let's see if I've got time to count them up before Coker hits. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven. Seven assists over there at third base for Gilroy. Coker has a hit in four trips, and this time loses the handle of the bat. It flies past Coach Kevin Nichols at third base, and Gilroy picks it up. Uh, I guess that'll, that'll give him another assist. Hands it back to Coach Nichols, who will return it to Coker. <laughs> Count of strike one. I think Nichols signaled to, to Coker. Say, uh, here, hit the ball this way, not the bat. Jeremiah Boyd, ever alert, off the on-deck circle, giving Coker a little stick on my thing. One strike to count to Brett Coker. Here's Wines with the pitch, and it's outside, one and one. That pitch came in at 95. C.J. Wines. He's out of Chicago and is a transfer from South Carolina. Pitch is low, ball two. I thought we got all the people from South Carolina. We didn't get that one. Two balls and a strike to Coker. Top of the ninth inning, Raiders with a five to three lead. Swing and a miss. Took a little bit off, two and two. Western will have the eight, nine, and leadoff batter scheduled to hit in the ninth. The pitch swung on, grounded foul past third base coach Nichols. Count holding at two balls and two strikes to Brett Coker. Wines pitches out of the set position. Takes it outside, ball three. Full count, three and two. One out here in the ninth. And the pitch. Swung on, hit to third. Gilroy again with the throw across in time. Two outs. Unofficially, that's his eighth assist in this game. And I probably missed one somewhere. Two up, two down in the ninth. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. He's twice grounded to third, has fouled out and struck out 0 for 4. Jeremiah, you're due. Fouls to the screen, strike one. This has been a fairly well-played series by both teams. Raiders have won six to three and two to nothing and leading here five to three. Off-speed pitch in for a strike, nothing and two. Right-hander comes set. 
the 0-2 pitch is check swing and a ball outside. One and two. The right-hander with the pitch and struck him out swinging. Jeremiah Boyd goes down on strikes. That's all in the ninth. Raiders go up and down in order. In fact, three, six, three, six, nine, twelve. Thirteen straight Blue Raiders have been retired. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Middle Tennessee five, Western Kentucky three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Raiders leading 5-3. Catcher Briggs Rudder came out of the dugout to uh, warm up James Sells, and he'd forgotten his mask. So somebody uh, returned it to him, got it out of the dugout. Got the mask on. You want to have that protection when you're behind the plate. Here's Andrew Delaney to lead it off in the ninth for Western as a double in three trips. Scrouted out, flied out. First uh, time at bat, he doubled to right field. Sells with the pitch. Check swing, and it's a strike called. Nothing in one to Delaney. Blomquist would be next, and then we'll go back to the top of the batting order. The ball outside, one and one. Sells pitching for the third straight game, late in the game. Wines and fires. A little chopper over second base, that's trouble. Mabry picks it up, throws to first, and got him. Mabry had to wait for that one. It was chopped over the mound on this turf field and close to the bag at second. Threw him out at first, one out. Mabry's had a lot of assists today. Here's Blomquist. He has singled, walked, and grounded out. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Sells for the pitch, swung on, hit grounded to short. Coker's got it, throw to first, safe. 
Blumquist beat it out. That'll be an infield hit. Throw was not quite perfect, but I don't think it pulled DJ off the bag. Blumquist just beat it out. So he's at first with one out, and the batter is Crittenberger. Two hits and four trips for their leadoff batter. Take strike one. 88 miles on the outside corner. Outside for ball one to Crittenberger. One on, one out in the ninth. Raiders leading five to three. The pitch, check swing and a strike. That one's 81 and it's one and two. Right-hander comes set in the pitch. Strike three call. That is out number two in the ninth inning. And Crittenberger is rung up. That'll be the first strikeout for Sells. And the batter is Kirk Liebert, their catcher who is one for four, single in the first inning. Popped out, flied out, and struck out since then. Sells come set. They're not holding the runner, and he's going to go to second base. Strike call. So Blumquist steals second. The Raiders were going to let him have that. Two-run lead here in the bottom of the ninth. And the pitch. Missed outside, one and one. Liebert, a left-handed batter against the right-hander, James Sells. And the pitch to the plate, grounded in the hole, a base hit. The run will score. Throw comes back into second base, and it's a 5-4 to four game. Liebert didn't hit it hard. Hit it in the right spot in the hole between third and short for his second hit. And his 20th RBI of the season. And now with two outs, the batter is Drew Record, who is 0 for 4. Runner at first base is Liebert. There's a big conference going on uh, halfway between third and home. Coaches, uh, also including the batter Record. So we don't know what they're planning here. Also, the runner, Liebert, was involved in that, and the first base coach. Now, they will hold this guy on because he is the tying run. Five to four, two outs in the bottom of the ninth. 
Tying run at first, the pitch to the plate. Strike call, nothing and one. Drew record is struck out twice, fouled out and flied out, 0 for 4. And the pitch fouled out of play to the right, nothing and two. Hilltoppers down to their last strike here in the bottom of the ninth. Sells goes for some rosin. No balls, two strikes, two record. Time called momentarily at home by the home plate umpire. Now we're ready. Swung on, fouled out of play, reaching for an outside pitch. Count holes at 0 and 2. Record stands back in. Runner creeping off first base. The pitch swung on, hit to Mabry. He's got it. Line drive out. Ball game. And the Raiders win it 5-4 to four and sweep this series. In the ninth, one run, two hits, one left. And for the third straight game, James Sells comes out of the bullpen to save it. For the Raiders. I think the winning pitcher will probably be Ollie Akins. We'll check that on the box score. But the final score, Middle Tennessee five and Western Kentucky four. Stay with us. Our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome into our postgame show as the Raiders win it by a score of 5-4 to four today to sweep this three-game series, and they will... Uh, be a happy bunch going back to Murfreesboro today. Five runs, nine hits, no errors for the Raiders. Four runs, ten hits, one error for Western Kentucky. Raiders uh, got the scoring started with a, they batted around in the third inning. Snyder led off with a triple. Luke Benson followed with a double. JT Mabry with a single. Brett Coker with a single, four straight hits. A couple of runs in, and then after Boyd fouled out, Briggs Rudder Got a base hit, and Jackson Galloway drove in the final two runs with a hit. D.J. Wright uh, and all of that were just uh, one out. D.J. Wright and Gabe Jennings were then retired to end the inning, but the Raiders picked up four runs on six hits in the third inning. Uh, Western Kentucky against Raider starter Eric Swan got on the board in the third inning also on a uh, single stolen base and another hit. Made it four to one. The Raiders picked up uh, another run in the fourth to go up five to one. Western got a run in the seventh to make it five to two. And the Raiders, uh, Western pecked away. They they made it five to three in that run in the seventh. And then one run in the ninth and five to four is the final score. Middle Tennessee a winner. We're going to go down to Austin Pert and Coach Jerry Myers. After today's sweep-clinching win over Western Kentucky, uh, obviously you say one game at a time, one game series, but there's got to be some sort of uh, feeling of satisfaction after clinching a series sweep like this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you get to uh, game three, uh, you got a chance to either uh, – play the rubber rubber match or uh, salvage the series if you didn't win the first two or uh, like we did today, um, get an opportunity to sweep 
Um, and it was a good effort all the way around of guys uh, coming in and just playing playing clean right off the bat, regardless of what, have hap- what had happened the, the, the first two days. That was arguably one of their better arms on the staff that they throw on Sunday, and uh, we had a good guy as well. And Eric Swan did a nice job of getting us uh, through you know, close to 75, 80 pitches, which we had talked about not trying to you know, push much far, farther than that, don't look too far ahead. And he gave us a good quality uh, four innings. Uh, and then our bullpen was able to uh, keep them at bay. And, and their bullpen uh, pretty much did the same. But we were able to, to tack one on after they scored their first. And that was big for us as well. How big was it last couple nights to not have to use much bullpen so that today, situationally, you could, you know, strategically throw anyone out there who you really wanted it, it was big obviously and that's part of the reason uh, we moved uh, ham to saturday to give him uh, an opportunity to hopefully give us a quality start most of the time and get us a little deeper but we were able to get uh, you know not shockingly but but uh, you know a very surprisingly uh, get uh, patrick johnson to go into the eighth inning or whatever he did on, on game one so that was huge for us and that that helped us set up our bullpen to uh, allow us to, to run some guys out there uh, if there was a matchup needed obviously we don't have much left-handed but in terms of uh, numbers and splits and stats and everything you kind of play some matchups even if it's uh, all right-handed down there for the most part and then finally James sells his third save in as many games for this team was there any doubt that you would go to him today was that part of the game plan or is that just something hey we can use him let's do it and get the sweep I mean, there, there was doubt uh, when I went to bed last night, but when, when we came up to today and I said, well, you know, you get your arm up, you tell me if you got an inning or so. And he came back and goes, I feel like I have, you know, as good as I have all, all weekend. And he threw 16 on game one and he threw 20 yesterday. And, you know, he has a loose arm and, and uh, it was an opportunity to, to, if he could come in with, uh, you know, hope, we were hoping it was going to be less than six outs, which it was again. And uh, it was a, an opportunity for, for him to at least uh, – uh, get us a little bit farther, and uh, as it turned out, the, it stayed a two-run game, and uh, we ran it back out there in the ninth. But uh, um, he he was uh, had some momentum, and he felt good. So um, yeah, it was all about how he felt today, whether or not he had some outs in him, and he said he did. Thank you very much. Once again, this is Coach Jerry Myers. Middle Tennessee earns the sweep today, and is back in action this Tuesday at Georgia State. And welcome back into our postgame show. Thank you. Uh, it's Austin Pert with Coach Jerry Myers down on the field. Raiders win it 5-4. to four. Middle Tennessee improves to 17-13 and 13 on the season. They are 8-4 and four in Conference USA. And uh, depending on what uh, FAU does today, the Raiders will either be all alone in third place or tied for third with FAU. They had a similar record coming in. Western now 16 and 17, 2 and 10 in Conference USA. It's the Raiders' sixth straight win and the Hilltoppers' seventh straight loss. Score, a line score again, five runs, nine hits, no errors for the Raiders. They stranded seven for Western Kentucky, four runs, 10 hits, one error. They left eight men on base. The winning pitcher, Ollie Akins, 2 and 0, went two and a third, gave up one run on one hit. Losing pitcher is their starter, Turbrack. He is 3-3. Three and three. For the Raiders, uh, multi-hit games by Briggs Rudder and Luke Vinson, each with two hits, two RBIs for Galloway. Big uh, single for him in that uh, third inning. And for Western Kentucky, 
multi-hit game for Crittenberger, Liebert, and Garcia. Time of the game, two hours, 31 minutes. Played it in uh, pretty good uh, weather here. Cloudy skies, temperature in the mid-50s. Raiders win it by a score of 5-4. to four. Thank you so much for joining us. Next game is Tuesday against Georgia State. And Atlanta will be on the air with our pregame show at 2.45. That is scheduled to be a 3 o'clock first pitch. Until then, Dick Palmer and uh, speaking for our studio producer, Connor Haynes and Austin Perk. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Tuesday with more Blue Raider baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.